Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. No time for that intro, lads. We're back off to sea. Why, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dungeons and Junkies. I'm Alex, and of course, since I'm sat in the DM seat, it means it's time for Tales of Autophia. But more specifically, it's time for the finale of Tales of Autophia. But before we continue, let's just go around the table one last time and introduce the characters. And as we are in the middle of a fight, they will also give you their AC and current HP. Let's start with <laughs> let's start with Matt. I'm Matt. I am playing Captain Reed Toskovel, the pirate rogue bard fighter. Um AC is seventeen and current um, HP is um negative twenty. Damn in death, in death saves. Can someone please help? Carrie. Ah yes, it is me, the Carrie. But today I will be playing Ran, the barbarian slash fighter Null, who I have to admit, due to choking up a lung yesterday, I think I missed some damage somewhere. But after showing my sheet to the DM, we've agreed Ran roughly has 120 HP. And I've forgotten the other thing you asked. Uh, your AC is 18. I mean, you took Sunburst and you took two hits from Vontrus, and that's all I can remember. Uh, Seventeen. I think you got a plus one from your cloak, so it is eighteen. Well, apparently I haven't been updating my sheet then. (laughs) Classic the carry. Over to Caitlin. Yo, I'm Caitlin. I play Elisa Lear, a human monk I mean, I, it used to be Warlock, that's now off the table, kind of, since we just, you know, have been doing things. I have 17 armor class and currently 52 HP. Yayeet. And lastly, to the bro himself, Chad. Hello! For the final time, I am the totaliest of totals, the broest of bros. The monkest of monkest, the barbarianest of barbarians, Picasso. And I currently have 37 stonking hit points and an AC of 19. Yeah. Okay. And as I said before, I'm Alex, and I am currently playing everyone in the world, including Vantress, the big bad end guy, and Lauren Dalton, the human sorcerer. Her AC is 13, and her current HP is 24. 
let's continue from there. Last time you, after, after saving Unork, you had some time to rest in, contemplate what happened and what's been going on and surprisingly what could have been done to possibly prevent it, if anything. And after eight hours or so, through a portal came Lauren Reed. Lauren Reed? Yep. Yeah. Nice one, Alex. Nervous. Lauren, a lie, and an old acquaintance from before. I'm not going to go in the terms of friend because he's definitely not a friend to the rest of them. But Brule. They discussed with the group what they found on Ancient Atlas, where Eli was sent to after Tativilus captured them. And they went over what the cult's plan is to do, what the cult's plan was. And that plan was to resurrect Avius and to restart the Great Collapse once again. In preparation for knowing, in preparation for what they know could very well be a suicide mission, the crew said their final goodbyes to people, writ some notes to people they could not. They wrote notes to people who would be given to them just in case the worst happens. So funny, Carrie. Nothing, dear. Oh, okay. Thank God for that. I'll look today. Picasso actually has 48 hit points. That makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. After that, they finally gathered one more time. Picasso said he forgives Eliza for betraying him. And they headed to the Isle of Null to face the court one last time. After eventually reaching the summoning chamber, the fight commenced. It was... It started out as a rough fight. Brutus and Talia, who was helping Vantress at the time, have put up a good fight to this point. But Brule decided to even the odds by plane shifting him and Talia out of the fight, leaving just the rest of them to handle it. After Reed got fried, Ran saw an opening to try and completely interrupt the summoning and in doing so she could stopped it altogether but that is where we're going to pick straight back up from as ran a lie in Vantras are thrown across the room a good 80-90 feet you all land in a pile on the floor 
Brutus comes around the corner from where he was standing to the bottom of the stairs, looking in just sheer confusion of what's happened. As he starts to stand up, Picasso just charges in and just gets one round of punches on Montrus before he throws Picasso back in, manages to correct himself, just looking in just horror and confusion and utter rage. As you finally manage to stand up again, Eli. Before anything, can you just make me a constitution saving throw, Galen? Sure, Satan. I roll one for Lauren as well. That is a dirty 20 on my end. For a moment, there's just a flash of pain as you go lightheaded for a second in your leg. Hmm. What's the best way to describe it? As this flash of pain goes over you, your head goes light in. Your legs feel like they can barely support you for a second as you wobble on the spot. But you manage to stay standing. Vantras just stands there in silence as he looks up in the direction of where the of where the um, summoning orb once was. No, you've ruined it. I just smile smugly at him. As Brutus, Brutus, like raises his weapon like he's about to attack. But as Vantra sees this, his gauntlet just glows for a second as he slams his palms shut. And you just hear a scream from the other end as Brutus just disintegrates. This weird magical swirl comes off of the disintegrated body and into the gauntlet. Is you see it, see this energy completely heal Vantrus. The um, massive gouge in his arm closes shut. The the blade wounds close over and he lets out just a heavy sigh seeming that seeming that his injuries just close over completely even now but this was pointless the collapse has already begun so even even now even if I die here today you lose no, we don't. You've been so busy with this. You didn't look into what any of us were doing. You have no idea. You've lost both sides today. The collapse will be prevented. Avius will never return. And if I have to, I'm going to... Fill you with so many holes, they might as well use you as a fucking pincushion. He just gives one small smile as he holds out his hand in with a um with just a sharp like slashing sound through the air, his great sword appears back in his hand. As he looks up at you guys. Well <laughs> I guess if I'm gonna die here. I might as well kill as many of you as I can.
that's where combat is going to pick up, is we go into round four. And Eli, you're at the top of the table. You are 20 foot away from Vantress, who has not only just killed Brutus, the paladin Goliath that was helping him, but it seems killing the Goliath has seemed to fully restore him. What do you want to do? Um, I'm kind of, I kind of snarl. I'm like, eyes on me, fucker. And I'm, I mean, I'm gonna lunch for him. I am going to... I am going to use one of my charges of Inflict Wounds. The glove I have on one of my hands, which is cool. Since, you know, he can't be here to do the damage, so I might as well try and melt this guy's flesh. Hold a hit. I'm essentially a level 14 monk now, aren't I? It's a bit iffy. It's theoretically still... It's like on a time. So it is... Your warlock power is still there for a moment. Obviously, we got to take into account that combat does literally take like six seconds around. So all of this is literally taken... Pl I mean, I don't count it like it, but theoretically six been like less than one minute since you guys entered this room <laughs> so you're a warlock for now uh plus eight twenty two to hit so roll me some damage uh, three d ten As you just jump forward, the glove glows as like this black claw seems to fall out of your hand as you just grab him and it, it delves in, turning his veins black as he lets out a um, angry roar. Anything else? Rabbi Hexblade damage. Uh, it's not Hexblade damage. It's not to the damage, it's to the attack roll. Ah, right, okay. Oh, I know it is to the damage roll, so it's 25. I always mix up Hexblade and, um... Blade Sing. Blade Song. Uh, fairly similar, to be fair. Okay, I'm gonna burn a key point and prep patient defense. Right. Uh, Reed, make me a death saving throw, please. Uh, I need you to roll me a d20. Tell me what you get, no bonuses. My death coming up, it is a natural 20! 
episodes, two saves. Thank you. There's just the sheer amount of pain of that blast. You just manage to barely keep your eyes open as your, breathe, as your breathing starts to steady. But it's not steady enough. As it is Vantress's turn. Can I just quickly just remind myself where I was thrown to? Um, you are... You were thrown about 50 foot. So you're about... 40 foot away from Vantress. Just so just I've got an idea for in my head where everyone is, that's all. That's fair enough. It's like straight down the hall sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. You're basically okay. 40 foot straight, straight away from him. No problem. Okay, thank you. Right. Boat, it is Vantress's turn. So, bonus action, he is going to use his last level of spiritual weapon. So, he will summon that. His last use of spiritual weapon, not his last level of spiritual weapon. I thought his spiritual weapon was up. Uh, he lost... I decided that he lost concentration on... Well, it's not concentration, but I thought the, the shockwave was as powerful as it was. It was only fair to cut... cut cut the um, spiritual weapon. So he's just going to use his last use of it. Uh, he is going to make, with that spiritual weapon, he is going to make an attack against uh, Picasso's closest and just try to take off his arm. That's a 17 to hit, so Picasso, as it comes up, you see this weapon appear behind you as you just hold out you just hold out the um, quarterstaff and it seems, though it, though this weapon's made out of um, wood, it just seems to reverberate off of the off of the um, staff. Main action. You see the gauntlet start to glow as he seems to concentrate something into it. But that is going to end his turn. So, Picasso, it is your turn, as you are about... After he pushed you back, you're about 10 feet away from him. You've just managed to block this weapon attack coming at you from behind. What do you want to do? Sorry, Cooper's squeaking in the background, so... Um, let's see. So he's 10 feet from me? Yeah. Well, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And now that I see that he's fully healed, I kind of just smile at his giant sight that's near me. And I just, sorry, bruh. Guess gotta put those dents back in your face, bruh. And I would like to just charge him. And I would like to take all three, or both my attacks on him. I'll use my bonus action to use my unarmed strike and it will burn a key point so that I can use a uh, flurry of blows. So I would like to throw five strikes at this dude. Yeah, roll to hit. You know what? Once again, fuck the consequences. I will use reckless attack on all of these so I get advantage. Uh, first one's uh, probably gonna miss. That's only... Oh, actually, so the first two, my normal attacks, are going to be with the quarterstaff. 
Okay, yeah, which is and then my other three will be yeah. So then, then my other three will be with my unarmed strikes. Uh, so the first one then with the plus three is twenty one. This is AC. That's what I thought it was. Ah, good thing that's twenty one. Uh, the second one is a thirty one. Uh, that's a for my unarmed strikes. Then it's twenty-eight. Come on, can I get one crit? They're all hits, bullocks. <laughs> all right. Uh, so then that is five d10 damage. All right. So first for the quarter staff, because this right now is plus. 18, whatever hit it is, since I am in a rage, and I also still have the Red Ring of Fury activated. Uh, so the first one is a 36, as I got a crit 10, and the second one is a 19. And then the three unarmed strikes are plus 16. So that's uh, 36, uh, 21, and 19. Sorry. Let me just add that. So first hit, <clears throat> first hit was 36 damage. Second was 36 as well, wasn't it? Uh, the second one with the bow staff was 19. 19. And then it was into an online sheet as well. And then it was 36, 21, and 19 again. 26. Yeah. Not, just not giving him a second to react after the weapon attack. You can just swing your quarterstaff and strike him across the face before going up with an uppercut. And as he seems to be, like, off balance for a second, you just go in with, like, three strikes from your fists. And deal a good chunk of damage. Uh, and then I'd like to use uh, the rest of my movement to put myself between me. I'd like to put myself between me and the party. So are you moving out of his range? No, I'm just, like, circling, like, around. I'm staying within the five feet, but, like, he just... Oh. Like, I want to make sure, because he generally seems to be attacking uh, with physical attacks and that nature, so he has to go through me to get to the party. I am literally five foot from him, so you oh. can't really get between me and him. I thought but... you used a magic spell. I'm sorry. He's well, that's what it was. Well, then I will just, I will stay flanked then on the other side, so he's technically flanked on both sides. Yeah, that's fine. It is Lauren's turn, and she will go for let's see spells. YouTube's. Is 
Technically, it's a 10-foot cube, but for the purpose of where we are at this point, I'll ignore that fact and say, choose a target. So, she is going to use her 7th level spell slot to cast Lightning Storm, which, because she knows Rand doesn't like fire, so she made a lightning version of it. So, he has to make a dexterity saving throw. He fails and is going to use his final legendary resistance to pass. But that does mean he's out of legendary resistances. So that's 7d10. 1, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Six would be twenty-three hundred. Yep, that's gonna end her. Nothing else she can use, I don't think. Oh, yep. So, as she, um, as you get in your strike Picasso and jump out of the way, a huge lightning bolt just suddenly strikes down on top of him. But while that is going on, Ran, what do you want to do? It's yours and Scout's turn. Okay, how far away is Reed? Uh, there, so 20 feet. Cool, I'd like to use part of my movement to get to Reed and use my healer's kit. We need the rogue so back. That, yep, so that would put... Because you don't have the healer's feet anymore, that would make him conscious. Not con... Um, stabilised. So that would stabilise him. Which would put him out of death saves. Where the hell's my head? Healer's pack, you say? Healer's kit. Cool. So, you are stabilized. But you took off me death saves, okay, thank you. Yeah, so you're out of death saves now. You're no longer actively dying. Thank you. Ran just nudges Reed with her long snoot. Like, he's not time for dying now. Reed had to wake up. Just cold nose right in Reed's ear. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Ram. And because I'm pretty sure that's my actual action. So it's an object interaction because it's a healer's kit. We're at this point. So it's an object interaction. So you still have an action. And how far away am I from Dickface McGee? Reed was a solid 40 feet back, so you're about 40 feet from him. Yeah, I don't have enough movement, so now I'm just going to stand protectively over Reed. Okay. 
brings um, us back to the other. Yeah. Scout. Yeah. Does Scout come with you or does Scout stay behind? Um. Ron basically barks at Scout and he rushes forward to do a bite knife stab because he has 45 foot of movement. Roll me an attack roll for Scouty Boy. I love the name Bite Knife Stab. I love that name. <laughs> Got it down as Bite Stab. And I was looking at the picture where he goes, He has a knife! Scout wishes to inflict damage somehow. That's a 24. Every time I think of Scout holding a knife, I just think of this video where this woman um, see, sees how her dog would react if she dies. So she lays on the kitchen floor and he just grabs a knife from the drawer. I just imagine it more of the... Uh, um, also, is it a vine or something? Uh, the, let me see what you have. A knife! Yeah. Knife! <laughs> <laughs> that one. Well, he's doing his best. That's all we can ask for a scout. Jesus, that's actually quite a lot. Scout does a whole 13 damage. As he goes, mm. What an absolute lad. An absolute mad lad jumps in and stabs Dickface McGee in the ankle. Yeah. It's like Just a boy. Just out of nowhere in all this chaos, a flying hyena with a knife comes out of nowhere and just stabs him in the shoulder for Van just grabs him and just yeets him like Chad or Caitlin does with their cats. As he lands behind the Okay. For the sake of the listeners, he means we take them off the desk and put them on the floor. We don't I was just about to say that. <laughs> we do not contact animal cruelty. Or condone it. <laughs> no nasty to animals. Do not animals. Plus, Scout's immortal, so it doesn't count. He would just, he just come laughed. back from the death and stab you. He makes the um old oof noise. Well, that brings us to the top of the round. Um, make me another con saver, though. Sixteen. Sixteen. You... As every, as all this carnage and chaos is going around, the adrenaline keeps you up, but you don't realise it in press until you take a step back to shield yourself from the lightning. Is You suddenly... As you duck from the lightning, you see your arm as... It's stuck, the grey pigment from your arms fade as it goes back to your normal skin tone. All of you around see Eli's um, skin just start to change back to this normal colour it once was. Picasso, on the opposite end, being able to see Eli's face, is she blinks in shock. You also see her previously purple eyes return back to their normal colour. You, Picasso, also see 
the brand that was just underneath her right eye, the skin starts to just crack slightly around it. Lauren, on the other half, got a one. So she will take... Eighteen necrotic damage. So that puts her down to six HP. Is her um as her nose? She's as she's just standing there in shock, seeing what's going on with you. Is her nose just suddenly starts to bleed, and she collapses onto her knees. Well, that brings us to the top of the round. Eli, what do you want to do? Continue beating the shit out of Vaudris. Punchy, punchy, punch, 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 punch. I'm this is round five. Imaginative. This is round five, Chad. So, point of key, flurry of blows, and um, two glaive hits. So, five attacks. Come here, fuckface. going to ignore my skin suddenly being tan again. This is fine. His AC is 21, isn't it? Yeah. One of the unarmed strikes misses because I only rolled a 5 and I get plus 11. But everything else is a 22 or higher. Or hit One of the glaives is a 19, which with Hexblade's curse nice. is a threat. Come here, fucker. I've decided his face is not allowed to exist anymore. You're muted, Alex. Yes, I am. takes his turn, he is going to use his legendary, two of his legendary action points. As, as the gauntlet disclosed for a second, not trying to get copyrighted by making something similar to Thanos, the gauntlet just glows for a second as he teleports. And he seems to be gone for a second before he teleports right behind Lauren, 
but that ends his legendary action, so read. Um, make me a constitution saving throw, please. Thirteen. Thirteen. DC was a ten, so I'm that's enough. As you just try to just push yourself up from um, the sheer amount of pain that's all up your back, is your back is completely burnt to a crisp. Um, mm. You are back to one HP. Good. I think that I think that's what I'm sort. I reckon that's how I'm going to run stabilizing in the future. On the next turn, I'm going to have a um, constitution save to see if you can get back up without needing to be healed. Because I like that idea. Okay. Come up. Yeah. That was a free action, so you have your action and your bonus action and your object interaction. So what you want to do, my boy? Okay, is, where um, is he? Sit up. Where is he? You if you let me finish, as you as you sit up, you um. He's not. He's nowhere in the room. Before he suddenly teleports behind Lauren, thirty feet to your left. You are currently prone though at the moment, as you are sad. So it will cost you half your movement to get up. Okay. Well, I shall use half a movement to stand up. Yeah. Okay. Um. How far is he away from me? Thirty foot. Thirty foot. Okay. Um, just hear me out before you say no, okay? When, okay. when do I say <laughs> no before hearing someone out, Willis? But look, it's absolutely got, ridiculous. The look I've just got from, from two of the other DMs in this call. Uh, <clears throat> how light is my sword? My rapier, how light is it, you say? Well, considering it's only a... Maybe a pound, to be honest, because the blade is weightless as it materializes from air. So you're literally just talking about a handle. The weight is literally okay. just a handle. Okay. Um, can I use my free object interaction to throw my sword past him? Past him. Asked him. So what's your what's your? I, I need some context here. You're throwing it past him. What are you uh, trying yeah, to achieve? Yeah, I've just got I've just got I've just got the same thing from from getting there past. Yeah. What I want to do is I want to throw it past him, um, yes. and then as it goes past his head, like maybe like five feet behind him, I, I wish to use my fighter ability, which um, I I now have to um, basically uh, recall it to me. Uh, and whilst doing so, with, with my bonus action to recall it, of course, and while it's doing that, I would like to use my actual action to um, uh, cast heat metal on the blade as it goes into his head. Because uh, what I will say is the blade does need, to, the blade to form needs to be in your hand, so you would have to activate the blade before you threw it. 
which is a free action. So That's you fine. can so that can work, but I will add since you're throwing the whole sword and a blade. Obviously, you got the blade thrown around. So I'm going to ask yeah. you to make me a. We'll call it athletics. I'm not going to call it strength because then it's minus one. If it's athletics, then it's like plus seven for you or whatever. Plus so make me an athletics check. Thank you very much, Jim. Okay, well that is that is a fifteen plus nine. You have plus nine. Uh, yeah, that's enough to throw it. So, okay. saving throw or attack roll for um, he metal. Um, one second, Caitlin, you better ask something. Which direction are you throwing this from? He's about 40 foot behind you, and he's throwing it to the left. Because Picasso and I are flanking him, so... He he's teleported out. Yeah. So you're going to hit my girlfriend, okay. No, no, look, he's behind Lauren, so I'm throwing it past, so then recalling it back through the if he rolled low enough, he would have hit Lauren, but he rolled higher than the DC required. Also, I agree with Chad, has a shotgun with fire shelf, let's throw a sword. Shotgun? <laughs> yes, but I, I have to shoot through Lauren. You have Misty Step. I love this. It's too late, Matt. Yeah. What are we going to do? Well, it's, it's happening, but heat, like, heat metal, heat metal, heat metal. Heat that metal is, um, any creature in physical contact with your object takes 2d8 fire damage. No, no mention of a saving throw at all. Okay, then. Just happens. So me your damage. Okay. That, and then, of course, I add that I add that to the damage to to the uh, to the sword, don't I? So, yeah. Okay, so rapier, rapier, rapier. I'm gonna multitask. Oh, yes. Different. Uh, uh, one d eight plus five. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. So. Um. There's seven plus five, so it's twelve, plus two d eight, seven, and six, thirteen. Thirteen, so yeah. Um, that's twenty-five damage total. Twenty-five. Yeah, uh, it's in the back, of, and I'm, I'm guessing it's now stuck in the back of his head. Well, if you called it back to you, no, it would go to your hand. Yeah, but it's got to go through his head. Yeah, so it's not stuck in his head, but it does go through. Oh, as you might like, call the weapon. It, it's a bit of an odd display, as Reed just throws this sword as it suddenly sets on fire and comes back to his hand, as it cuts along the top of his head. He doesn't flinch or anything. He just looks at you in confusion over that entire parade. I, I was thinking about it all day at work. I was like, that's, that, that's going to look really, really cool. I just, I just got, got, got a lot of like, what the fuck, Matt? 
from both from yeah from from Chad and Kate. It happens. It was creative. I'll give you that. I didn't want to hit Lauren. And that all my that's all of my uh, movement or effing used. <laughs> okay, but with that, it is Vontress's turn. He is, as he appears behind Lauren, sort of just ignoring the blade that runs across his head, he is going to take a strike at her. She does have shield, so I will mark that reaction off. That's a miss. As he swings his sword, it like just ricochets off of this magical shield. We'll go in for his second attack. Which ricochets off again. As he rolls another 17. Does go through, however. lets out a yelp as he runs this blade right down her back and she drops to the ground. As he takes a step forward and just with a laugh uses his final attack to stamp on her. Which is a hit and is an auto death save fail. So she takes one death save fail. That ends his turn, though. So, Picasso, you're up. All right, and how far is he from me now? Um, Lauren was about... You were behind, so about 40 foot. Uh, wonderful. Well, I have 50 feet of movement. So, seeing him take Lauren down, uh, Picasso knows he needs to get him, Bontris, away from them. And so, I'm going to just run and I'm going to use my tackle or my attack to try and grapple him so that he can't do anything anymore. Okay, make me a grapple check. As I mentioned before, he does get advantage on strength checks. Yeah, so do I. Not great. Uh, that is only a 29. He does beat you on that. As you swing your arms round, he just like grabs him and just drives his head into you, headbutting you pretty hard as he knocks you back a step. Well, fuck him. I'm gonna use my other extra, my second attack, and I'm gonna headbutt his ass. Think you headbutt me? Bring it. Roll the headbutt. Of course, now this is when my dice disappear. That's a mess. 
Uh, but I will use my bonus action then for uh, point of key, and I will use patient defense. As you jump and try to grab him, he just gives you a solid headbutt. And as you recover from that and try to headbutt, he just holds up the gauntlet as you hit your head on it, and it feels like you're headbutting steel as you just fall back a bit dazed. Your turn now. Lauren has to roll a death save. It is her turn. That is a fail. And four. Um, Ran and Scout, you're up. Okay. So am I still standing over Reed or has he moved? Uh, no, he's, he's not moved that far from you, but you're standing up and he's about he's about five foot from you and Vontras is about 30 foot from you as you've just seen him strike down Lauren and then immediately like just headbutt Picasso and knock him back a step as Picasso has tried to intervene. Uh, okay, first of all, I'd like to activate Primal Form. Yes, nice. I can never remember if that's an action or a bonus action. Bonus action. Cool. As it replaces rage. The brand becomes terrifying. Um. I can't read my own writing. I would like to go, and then I would rush up to Lantris, and I would like to hit him very hard. Probably not as hard as I'd like, but... Give me hints. Sorry, I've got to quickly find the weapon starts again. Why do we talk so bloody much? Are you using your... Are you using the Great Axe, or are you using one of your other weapons? Uh, Great Axe. Uh, so, plus 15 to hit. Yeah, And that would be... 1d12 plus 1d4 for a hit plus your strength and rage modifier which at this level is plus 5 so you're rolling plus 15 on top of these it hits for your um, damage bonus I'm sorry I'm a little out of it on Wednesdays I go to therapy so you might have to help me at this up all right out we got you right that's a 14 on the dice Plus 15 to hit, so that's a 29. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that hits. In the dice damage, that's 12. Like, on the dice in total. So, 12, um, 27 damage all in. Did your strength bonus and your um, primal form bonus. Alright, so plus 15. Okay, got it. The Ran runs up and goes. Ran does big bonk. You still have extra attack if you want to use it. Uh, I'm going to use Great Weapons Master because I keep forgetting. Nice. I've got it. 
Yep, so that's a minus five bonus to your attack roll, but a plus 10 to your damage if you hit. Does a 27 hit? Yes. Okay. Good rust. That's 10 plus 15, 25. Okay. Um, Never mind. Scout's going for a nip. Of course, Scout's going to go for a bite stab. How enthusiastically see you smash your great axe in two and twice as all these cyan runes start to form up you and your eyes start to glow brightly just with this irradiating blue colour. Scout just gets so excited by this and just charges into battle like he's just been given the ultimate speech. He has advantage because of pack tactics. Oh yeah, he does. Well, I've rolled the damage, so that's a bit premature. Um, a 15 plus 6. 21. Yeah, 24 hits. 21. Oh, yeah, 21 hits. Okay. Then in that case, that's. 13 damage. I want to say Ran just roared at this guy, and then Scout makes the best, like, ah! Just because he can't roar. It's he's got the knife in his mouth. Here's, ooh! If the, kni the knife was sentient, this knife would be like that episode of Family Guy where Joe fires the bullet, and the, and the bullet's on the phone, like, guess where I am? I got fired out of a gun. The knife's like, guess what? I'm being used. The knife is covered in slobber by now. This knife is finally getting to be used. Well, that takes us back to the top of the round. Boren is out, so I can't make her roll the con save, but Aloy, roll me a con save. Eleven. Eleven. Um, as you take a step forward, you suddenly collapse to the ground as just this sheer pain travels through your face, specifically to where this um, brand is. And as you go to hold that side of your face to try and do something about the burning, the brand's gone. All this lightheadedness and this pain that you've been feeling since that portal went off, it suddenly disappears. And for the first time in forever, you feel normal. Is as you just as you just feel your face, you suddenly feel feel a heavy heat from you as you realise you haven't been breathing this whole time and 
you need to suddenly breathe again. It's officially... You're a monk again. I'm a real boy! Is your connection to Warlock has been severed. distracting colors just like how do i breathe again yeah you just there's just heavy breathing coming from you he's he's like oh yeah shit that's how i breathe do i take any damage from that no you know that dice roll i asked you to make yeah, that was concerning yesterday. That was an even number, and this is the toll. Mm -hmm. I let the dice decide the fate of that. Alright, is it my turn? Yes, it is. You are technically prone, but you've got so much fucking movement, does it fucking matter? Haha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even with half my movement, I can get across the fortress. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a bit awkward because there's currently this like massive dogfight going on. Is Lauren is like laying in the middle of it, unconscious. His strikes go back and forth between Ran, Picasso, and Vontress. And Reed's just sort of standing there, so impressed by this fire sword. Yeah, well, I saw my girlfriend go down, so I'm going to rugby tackle this fucker at high speed. I'm doing a Picasso, I'm barging into him at high speed. Make me... Let's go! So are you just... are you tend to grapple, are you? Well, I'm intending... for like... To... I want to knock him down and then punch his face in. You know. Okay. Uh, make me a strength check. That Athletics. I can do. Aha! Plus seven strength, baby. Athletics. <laughs> that is a dirty thirty. Dirty thirty. Let's see if we can beat that. Two fours on the dice, so no, he does not beat it. As Elijah suddenly comes charging in out of nowhere and BOOSH! The two of them go flying to the ground. And so he is technically prone, which means you have advantage on these attacks. X-Play's curse has disappeared though, so it is regular attacks. No, I'm just gonna... I can't really pull my sword out after tackling him, so I'm just gonna punch him. Since one of my attacks was getting the fucker to the ground, I'll just... I'll expend it. Another key point and be punch, punch, punch.
Oh, yeah, and he's prone, so I get advantage. Yeah. So I will. With the advantage, that is. That's 11. Lowest is a 24. They all hit. Fuck you. <laughs> Vauntress, not you, Alex. You're fine. <laughs> also, Thank I'm you. incredibly ace, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do. My friend, that's my brother you're talking about right in front of me. <laughs> I am the DM right in front of my so salad. I am the DM, so I will stay neutral to every spoken word this evening. <laughs> I broke Harry within front of my salad. <laughs> I forgot that fucking existed for a minute. <laughs> in front of my salad. <laughs> my salad. I break his nose multiple times. As you land on the floor, you just like punch as hard as you can as fury just channels through you as you strike and strike again and strike again. Bones break in your hands are just completely red by the time your punches start to weaken. But that ends his... No, Alex, definitely. Long evening, Bondé. That ends your turn. So, Matt. Read what you want to do. As you just see a like, rugby tackle Vantras and just start wailing as hard as you can with these punches. Okay. Um, so he's prone, yeah? Um, at the moment. Before you Lovely. see... Yeah, before you, you see Ram and Picasso about five, six feet away from a um, prone Vantress and a lion on top of him. And laying behind a lion Vantress is Lauren on the floor. So, what do you want to do, my boy? Okay. Um, how... So, they're now 40 feet behind me, yeah? 40 feet behind you. Um, to the left of you. 40 feet away, oh yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Ah, oh, see, there's lots of ways I can do this. I want to help in multiple places, but I can't. So, a lie. So, no one's down apart from Lauren, yeah? No, Lauren's the only one down. Okay, I misty step to Lauren. Okay. Um, and I will then use. Uh, my free action, my free object interaction, to 
use all my greater potions of healing um, and will try and convince her to drink it. I mean, she's unconscious and it's one potion per interaction. Yeah. So you could use it. You could use an additional potion. Because I'm pretty sure you said your. I'm pretty sure you said your greater potions of healing, didn't you? Or did you say? One of my greater potions of healing. Yeah. Oh right. Sorry. I, I need to. I need to buy a new headset. I need headphones because these are fucked. So right. I've always had all of them. No, not all of them. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pour a tsunami down her throat. That's stupid. Um. Context. Yeah. So I would, I'm going to do like basically a little bit at a time sort of thing to try and like heal her a little bit. See, so she's, you know, stable if nothing, if nothing else. Yes. Okay. So do you remember what a greater healing potion is? 44 plus four. Yes, that is correct. We have a three, a three, a four, a two, a six, twelve, uh, sixteen hit points back to Lawrence. Sixteen, is that with the plus four on top? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that gets her sixteen. Is she just shoots awake? Can you make me a perception check, Reed? Only in luck. DC's five, so. Okay, well. Uh, okay, well, it's 50, it's 17 all in, so. Yeah. Um. As Lauren sits up, um. Something's off of her, is. Her skin's a lot paler than it was before, and her eyes seem to have hazed a little bit. She's bleeding from the nose. But. She's conscious, nevertheless. Are you okay? Yes, 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 it's all good, right. Oh shit, we better get back to it. And she yeah, quickly forces herself just, up. Absolutely, I'm gonna finish my turn though, because that was my object interaction. I'm now going to attack, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire. You would need to be in point blank, point blank range because um, as am it's I a burst, it would hit alive. Am I that close? Am I that close to him? Am I then now? And because he's prone, it's a um, disadvantage roll because it is a ranged weapon attack. If he's if he's right next to me, then I will. Just, I'll just I'll just like slice with me rapier. Fine. Okay. And he. Because he is prone then, and it's a melee weapon, advantage. And I get add my sneak attack bonus, because I have people yes. with me. I don't even have advantage. So. 4d6 then, if you hit. Okay, so... Hit. Okay, so my... Uh, I'm adding plus 10 to this. Uh, 22. 22. Okay, that hits. Cool. Um, we're going to heat metal. I need a bonus action to react based on my turn, so that's fine. 
Um, yeah, you can have that's, that's okay. But that's okay. That's okay. I don't want about heat metal too much. Um, so the damage is plus five uh, is six. So that's eleven uh, slashing damage. But I believe, if I glance at my notes, uh, I plus one. So that's twelve. Uh, that's twelve to hit. Yeah, it's up to you. Damn, the damage. Well, 12, 12 damage, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Does that be a sneak attack bonus? Oh no, sneak attack, bullshit! I was gonna say, that's a pissy sneak attack. 4d6, isn't it, yeah? Yeah, 4d6, because you're a 7th level rogue. Okay, that made things a bit better. Um, okay, so that's 12 plus 31. 31, okay. That is fine. And that's, that is, uh, uh, me out of actions. Okay. A lot he is going to, on his turn, attempt to throw you off, so make me a, either if you're trying to keep him on the ground, athletics. If you're going to get off before he can grab you, is he tries to push you off, acrobatics. 15 on the dice, so that is... That is a 33 on his end. Only a 26 on the athletics. So just with a roar, is he... Quit as he starts to regain, um, as he starts to regain focus from these strikes, he just grabs you as hard as he can by the shoulder and just throws you off of himself as he stands back up. Uh, let's see, he is going to take a spiritual weapon and maybe start so he's gonna just cut spiritual weapon because it can't do anything at this point. He is going to... Hmm. He's going to hold his action. going to use a legendary action, two of them, to teleport to the edge of the stairs, which would give him oh. Yeah, that 40 foot gap between you guys. But with that, it is Picasso's turn. Right, since it is round six, that means my rage uh, lasted. Uh, this is the last round for my rage. And I only have, since I activated my Red Ring of Fury, I only have one more round after this for that. So, with that, he's 40 feet away. Uh, Picasso can kind of feel like the magical power of energy fading a little bit. So, I'm going to once again probably going to end badly for Picasso, because I know he's holding an action, but 
whatevs. I'm going to charge him and go for all of my attacks again. Roll me to hit. I always say roll me to hit, but it's roll me some hits. So I don't know why I say that, but that's my saying now, roll me to hit. Well, once again, because it's the... Picasso knows that if uh, this rage runs out, this fight's gonna get real bad for him. So I'm gonna reckless attack all of these again and bone or burn the key point for unarmed strike. So five attacks coming his way. First two with my wonderful elder staff. Uh, that is a 36 to hit. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. And these are all my unarmed strikes. Now. Crit 20 on that one. Uh, 25. And uh, that's another hit. That's a 27. Alright. So first I'll do the quarter staff. Uh, that is a 24 and a 27, or a 21 I mean. So that's 48 in total for that. And then for my unarmed strikes, I'll roll the first two of the normal ones. So that is a 20 and a 22. So another 42 damage. And then my final, the critical strike, because I do have brutal critical, I get an extra d10 to this as well. So. Come on, roll d10. Uh, well, it's a seven and a three, so 10 on the dice, plus another 16, so 26 right there for the final hit. So just bloody and beaten after he's seen his teleport again, just kind of turns like like sweat and blood kind of coming off of him. As he once again just charges and just five blows, finishing with a huge uppercut. Okay, with that it's Lauren's turn and feeling as disleveled as she is, she is going to use a 5th level spell slot to cast Cure Wounds on herself. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, Jesus Christ. Three ones. One, two, three, Seven, eleven. Oh, pardon me. Eleven plus five, sixteen. That ends her turn. Ran and scout. It is your turn. 
Okie dokie. Don't fix what isn't broken. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me grab something to roll my dice on so I don't break a hole in my desk. Oh, come back, you baby. Hold. Um. I would like to do a big bonk on this fucker with Great Weapons Master. Do it! Hit him! Kill! Kill him now! Uh, 24. 24 is a hit. Yes. Let's get that dice away. it. That feels like a ridiculous amount. That's 26 then. No? What do I add for Great Weapons Master? 10. So That's technically, fun. with with your bonus and the plus 10, you're adding plus 25 to your damage roll. Yeah. That's... Hang on. That's 36 then. So Ran just swings her weapon down, trying to catch him across the head. And then on the up, she swings it back up, just using the momentum of the weapon. Roll, roll, roll me your second hit. Also with Great Weapons Master. So, taking away the five, that's that's still that's still a party. <laughs> Is it crypt funny? Roll me the da- roll me the damage, double it and add you twenty-five. Fuck. Okay. Sorry, math. Brain's gone sleep. Ran, as you come charging at him, Scout seems a little thrown off as he didn't expect you to run. As you jump up and swing your axe down, his ear, his left ear turns to listen, realizing as you're coming, you take the ear clean off. And as you use that momentum to swing back up, as you slash across his chest, as he falls down onto the stairs. Is at this point, before Scout can take his action, as Vantress has just hit zero. He is going to use his final action of this fight to expend the energy in the gauntlet as it finally starts to glow. And he just as he raises it up into the air and opens his palm, a huge beam of energy shoots up into the air before um, there's multiple beams fire across the floor, fire from the ceiling to floor, hitting you all. I need you all to make me constitution saving throws. Oh. 
Uh, Lawrence. Sorry, you first. I was just gonna say, well, it, the luck couldn't last forever. That's a 14. Warren got a natural 20. Yeah, I got a 1. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I only get plus 2 for con. You get read, even though you're technically dead. You're technically gonna be not into death days again anyway. One. And you all for fucking <gasps> real right now. Halfing luck! Halfing luck! You're gonna be not. You have one HP, man. 18 plus 1, 19! Nice. 19 is the DC. But you're down anyway, right? Because you had one HP. Could have been much worse, though, to be fair. So, Ran and Lauren, you two are prepared enough. As you see this beam come firing down, you just manage to um, cover your head as your entire back is incinerated, as it burns most of the fur off of your neck. Lauren manages to throw up her shield just in time as it goes through the shield, and the last brunt of the blow knocks her to the ground. Which leaves her on 2H. She had 32 HP, so she's got two left. So that was 40 damage um, then? Yeah. Picasso, Ally, and Reed, you guys take 60 points of force damage. So I take 120. I wasn't doubling it, to be fair. I got a crit one. I think I yeah, failed the save I didn't. though, didn't I? Hmm? What did you roll, Gary? I got a 14. Oh, I thought, I thought you got higher than that. No, okay, so yeah. Um, I, I wasn't counting it as crit anyway. I was, I, I didn't write down for this attack to be able to do crit damage. So it's a set damage. So I'm also down. Ran, yeah, Ran, Reed, Ally, and Picasso, you all take 60 points of force damage. Lauren takes 30. Gas is down. As the, the light seems to fade for a second, Lauren looks over to you, Ran, as you, as you, as you were pushed down to the floor and you're just kneeling there for a second, as you feel the fur burn on your back a little bit. Scout comes to your aid to see what's up. As you look over in the direction of Vantress, as as he lays down on the staircase, defeated. The um, gauntlet, expending all that power in one go, you find that his um, right arm, including the gauntlet, is just completely mangled. It is all but sludge. As he lays on the staircase, breathing heavily. As we enter round seven, that is where combat ends. Join us next time as we enter the final ever episode of Tales of Altorvia and see how this adventure ends once and for all. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Matatat Productions. 